Okay. Well, I'm gonna, I'll am i go ahead and get started because uh, uh, there's just a, a handful of us here, but uh, I think we'll probably get through early. I don't. It's, it's not a very long book, but uh, tonight we're discussing If Looks Could Kill by Kate White. I'll say just a little bit about Kate White. Uh, she was born in 1951. I think she was raised up in New York somewhere. Maybe she went to school up there. But her biggest claim to fame is she worked in women's magazines. B- big surprise that the, the book is set uh, in a woman's magazine and, you know, in the story because uh, uh, she won some kind of contest in Glamour magazine back in the day. I think maybe the early 70s. And then uh, I think she was editor-in-chief at, at several different women's magazines. She was at, uh, I know she was at Red Book at one time. I think she actually worked at Glamour as well. And then she worked at Cosmopolitan. She was editor-in-chief at Cosmopolitan from 1998 through 2012. So she was there for like 14 years before she started uh, devoting full-time attention to, to writing and stuff. But uh, she's got like uh, seven, I think maybe seven books in this Bailey Weggins series. That's W E G G I N S is the main character in the book we read tonight. Uh and then she's got like four or five standalone mysteries as well. But uh I think her latest Bailey Weggins book came out maybe in October or it was supposedly supposed to come out in October of, of twenty seventeen, so it's fairly uh fair, fairly current. But uh anyway why don't why don't you say which uh, what you thought about the book and we'll just use follow our usual format. Thanks. Well, I want to hear when Ladon figured out who did it <laughs> because it was also a book of misdirection to me. It was I I'm not really into into fashions and all that stuff. Uh, so I I mean you know Bailey and her sex life. You know okay she's 33 and she's sexually active and that's cool and uh, and that's how it starts and. Uh, a cat is a is a, is selfish, uh, you know, is a horrible boss in my opinion. Uh, just thinks of herself. And, uh, and Jeff uh, was he loyal? He probably had an affair with the, the nanny, who you never meet re- really, uh, but she is murdered. Uh, and it was a book of misdirection because you think, well, this person did it. No, this one did it. And uh, we all know how it ended. And uh, uh, although I'm, I'm not, a, uh, I wasn't a cat fan. She, she saves our heroine's life. So, uh, and I didn't know about the peanut thing. I hope somebody will explain that until she told us at the end. I don't remember her saying at the beginning, you know. But that might have ruined the story. But I don't, I don't know how if she said at the beginning, I'm allergic to peanuts, by the way, you know, uh, and so on. So when that came. Um, you know, uh, that was interesting. And, um, I didn't know that that woman did it. Uh, and her husband is weird and, uh, he was the mystery man. Anyway, let's see what you guys think. I thought the book went right along really, really nice, clipped along with no, no, uh, uh, dry spots. Uh, Bailey looking to see, uh, first she had to see who the poison chocolates were for, the nanny or, or her friend. Everything went right along. But the problem is that I think the book is for the wrong generation, or I'm the wrong generation for the, for the book. Uh, when the book started open, she's cuddled up there in bed with some man that she, this is her second date. She's had with him the second time she slept with him, and she's wondering if he really likes her or not. That, uh, that really wasn't a way for, to get started for my 
interest. I know other people could really like the book, I'm sure, and that that. But I thought that the book mainly was targeted for women and their mid twenties uh, to to mid forties. I thought that was a target audience for that. But but the book did move along right well. Well, I'm a lot older than mid twenties to forties, but. Um, I really did like it. Um, I felt that it moved along. Um, I thought the the fashion stuff reminded me of, um, and Bob and I had spoken about this too, uh, the fashion stuff really remind, reminded me of The Devil Wears Prada. Um, it was very similar, and I imagine in the fashion biz, it's probably like that all the time. Um, a lot of backbiting, a lot of backstabbing. Um, I really thought different people killed her at different times. I thought that Jeff, um, he was kind of not a very uh, wholesome character. Um, and I can't remember the name of the killer. And I thought that it might have been her because she was nasty throughout the whole thing. I mean, she didn't like Kat. She wasn't really very happy with um, um, Bailey. Um, She was aloof. She was, um, like, she had this attitude that she was better than the rest of them and that she knew it all. And... I had these glimmerings that, is she the killer? No, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. And I kept focusing on different people. But I wasn't really surprised when I found out that she was the killer because she wanted Kat's job. She wanted, um, you know, she was a real uh, um, opportunist and, would do anything for her to move on her career. Uh, I know I want to hear from Alan too, but uh, obviously. Uh, but uh, what I don't understand, I'm just saying the peanuts is one. The second one is she's dying on the floor. The husband looks at her and races to Leslie. Okay, I mean, wouldn't you save your wife, save the woman's life, like calling nine one one? And fortunately, Kat walked in, and it was okay. But with that husband, uh, I'm not a woman, but I wouldn't be turned on with a dude. He was the mystery man, right? He was a creep. I mean, what did the, the nanny, I guess, was overwhelmed by his money and so forth. And uh, there you go. But uh, uh, I don't know. And the, fun, the weird one was when um, Kat had sex with this guy because he was visiting the... He had sex with a nanny in the mansion or one of the houses, and he, he couldn't get it up with her, you know, with, with Kat. And, and it, oh, it was just a, just a bypass. We just went along, and she's worried about Jeff, you know. <laughs> so, I didn't like Jeff too much, so I think he probably ha- did his thing with the nanny also. Yeah, uh, uh, the, the peanut thing what was a surprise by the, the, they They didn't hint at that at all, and I guess she was afraid if she did. Uh, that that would tip her hand when she got down to the to the end scene and stuff. I was about, I was about to freak out, thinking, 
So what's she worried about peanuts for? I mean, you, you would have thought the character would have let us know that she was allergic to peanuts somewhere along the way. And I'm thinking, what? What? She's allergic to something? But uh, that, that that was kind of a was surprise. At least she had that uh, uh, epinephrine, whatever those pins are called, that... Uh, uh, that, that you're supposed to have with you if, if you're severely allergic to stuff. But, uh, uh, yeah, uh, uh, I mean, I thought that, I mean, you knew good and well as it got down to the end. You know, the time was running out, and that woman kept insisting, or Leslie kept insisting that she come over. You thought, oh, man, you know, th- th- this this isn't good. So you, you knew something was going to happen at the house. So, uh But I, I, I like the way, I, I like the way that I, I, had, I had no idea until the very end uh, who it was because it had such good misdirection in it and she just really didn't tip her hand to let you know who the killer was but uh uh but yeah it it, it did feel like it was written maybe for a younger generation i'm, I'm kind of a little bit surprised I, I guess i mean uh kate white was born in 1951 so she's you know she's six years my my senior so she's you know 66 probably and uh uh but I suspect working for Cosmopolitan, she probably worked with a lot of young, uh, a, a lot of youngsters. Uh, I, I, I have a feeling that that uh, most of the people that work in that industry are, are probably early twenties and early to mid twenties. I suspect, and so she was. Uh, I, I think she was probably uh, setting these books for for that generation. But uh, even though I couldn't identify with with the opening scene with you know with her having you know. You know, sex after on the second date and stuff. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I thought I thought it was all. Uh, at least it didn't put it in our faces so much. It didn't have any like graphic descriptions of sex and stuff. So, I thought she I thought she did a good job keeping the story moving, and uh, uh, you know, keep, keeping it keeping it a mystery. So, uh, uh, I mean, I, I, I suspect that we'd probably finish early because there, there's only so much you can say about this. But uh, uh, I mean. Uh, I don't really even know what kind of questions to ask. I mean, you know, we'll kind of say what kind of characters you liked, I guess. But, uh, uh, but uh, uh, yeah, th- this is just one of those kind of books that you read for entertainment. It's, it's, it's a very fast read, and there's not a whole lot to say about it. But uh, I'll, I'll let go of the mic and see if anybody you know else has anything, you know, any, any particular scenes they want to say that they that they liked or whatever. And I'll, and I'll try to rack my brain and come up with something. Well, there wasn't any gratuitous. Is that the right way to say it? Well, gratuitous sex. Uh-huh. You know, they didn't put it in your face like that. Uh, I didn't figure out who did it. Bailey went to dinner. I still didn't know who did it. So she's sitting in there and dinner, and uh, she was asking questions, and she figured out who did it. And Bailey knew who did it, and I still didn't know who did it. So I, 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 even even when she explained how she come by to know I did I guess I just didn't understand it at all. I didn't catch on to any of the clues all through the book if book clues was were given. And so I didn't know till right to the end. And I was wondering about that peanut thing too. Uh I know I've heard of people with peanut in uh um problems but I didn't know it hit you that fast as it did in the book, and she only took like one bite of the chili, and then started uh, throat started uh, changing up to her, and she ran for the for the pen, and she's going to die right away. I thought you'd have to have more uh, 
peanuts and that if you were allergic if you were that allergic it looked like you'd be allergic to the smell of peanuts or some, something so the peanut thing uh, really uh, was puzzle, puzzlement to me but even after um, the book was done I didn't understand how you found out I didn't understand how she knew that uh, that uh, the, the woman did did the thing and not because she thought it was either the woman or her husband she's at dinner with them one of them is a killer which one is it I didn't know yeah and uh, the thing is she really insisted that um, that Bailey go to dinner there and that caught Kat's attention finally she said you know I don't know I, I, think, I thought I'd double back we were on our way wherever they were going I forget uh, to get Tyler was it I think and um, she said, and I, it kept pounding into me. Why is she so insistent? And then, of course, I, I suspected something when she when she said the the other couple couldn't come. You know, they they can't um, they can't come. But even then, it went by. I I I didn't think. I, I like you're you're right. The killer was one of the one of the two. Which one? But I I didn't click on that. I just listened. Where's this going? I want to commend Bailey, however. I, she's an amateur detective. She looked at the party, and Cat uh, asked her to look into these, and Cat was her own worst enemy sometimes. You know, very great mood swings. Yes, I'll cooperate. No, I won't. I'm hysterical. You know, she's, an, she's really something. But I commend Bailey for her detective work. Okay, and I got to tell you, just, just between us boys and girls, the girls I dated... Made it to wait longer than one date. That's all I'm going to say. And then I don't kiss and tell. But uh, it was incredible. Well, I'm in bed with this guy. What's his name again? You know? And then she's so shy with Jeff, who wanted to, I think, in his office was the studio. Oh, he touched me. He's looking at me. I said, what do you care, lady? You've been around the block a few times. You know? But uh, anyway, I laughed. I thought the reader was funny. Barbara, what's her name? I don't know her last name. Joni will know these narrators. I thought that she was really humorous, that she added to the humor in the book. You say humor, there's murder. No, but she she really uh, honed in on Bailey and Kat and went right into their characters beautifully. Thank you. I can't think of her name. I can't think of anybody's name tonight, but uh, the reader was very good, and she kept the book going and... um, it, I think it was a it was a good read as far as um, it kept you. I mean, it kept moving, and you did want to know what was going to happen next. I don't know if I would read um, any of her other books, but I might. Um, uh, but you know, I forget. I mean, I finished this book I think last weekend or something like that. And I know that I really, I, I enjoyed it. Um, but this generation, I don't know too many younger people, but I guess that's what they do. They drink a lot and they have sex with almost anybody that they're with for the first or second time. And, well, it's a different world from the one that I grew up in. But now I'm, I'm acting like an old fogey, so... Yeah, uh, I think it was this book that I learned what a booty call was. I was not sure about 
about that. I know uh, what friends with uh, benefits is, but I didn't know about a booty call. And I, I think it was this book that they had uh, in, in there. But I thought the reader was bright and uh, and in, interesting. However, I didn't think she, since all the all the characters mostly. Most all the characters, or most of the speaking parts, were female, and I had a uh, little trouble uh, keeping track. I had to really pay attention to know uh, which character was talking at, at one time. So I, while I thought she was right and uh, made the the book as good, well as good as it could be, I didn't think she was a great reader. But I'll tell you something about Bailey. I didn't like her very much. I thought, she, uh, like Bob said, I, I'll go our. I think he was talking about her. I thought she was thought herself a little superior. But all through the book, did you notice? She didn't cook. She didn't cook anything. She did She did take frozen waffles out of the freezer and put them in her toaster and make them for breakfast a couple of times. But she just didn't cook. She would eat this restaurant, that restaurant, never at home. Yeah, well, I think that was part of that. Uh, the, the, I think that's certainly more of a characteristic of, of the generation that, that, that she's part of. And... Uh, uh, yeah, and I have to say, I mean, I knew what a booty call was, but I, I certainly never have been a uh, <laughs> a participant in in, in 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 any of them. So uh, uh, that that was interesting. I thought that was interesting the way they worked that into the uh, into the discussion. But uh, yeah, that that was definitely in this book. And I and I and I don't know if we'd ever want to read these again, but I, I definitely picked. This is the first in the the Bailey Wiggins series. So I thought, yeah, I'll pick it because I know, Johnny, you like to start at the at the beginning of series and stuff just in case. But uh, so that's why that's why I picked this one. So uh, uh, I, I had heard from a couple of people that, that they liked Kate White's books. I thought, okay, well, I've never read her. I might as well give her a go. So uh, that's how that's how, you know, I came to pick this one out. Yeah, I may be in conclusion here, but it was an easy read. It was enjoyable. It wasn't... Uh, you know, you wondered how Bailey uh, uh, and LaDonna's right. Bailey, Bailey was. I wonder was this was this the 80s then? Alan, you're good at this stuff. What 80s, 90s? I'd like to know that. It wasn't, uh, and because um, Bailey was 33. You know, I got to tell you a story, and then I'll I'll shut up. 20 years ago, <laughs> I had a teacher aide who was 37. Okay. And um, w- when we were working at school, you know, you, you work with the kids and it was okay. But I was with her having coffee at, at school and we started talking. The conversation lasted 10 minutes. I mean, I couldn't relate to her. Any movies that she would see, no way would I see those, you know. I'm talking about Frank Sinatra and she says, who's he? I mean, I, that, it's scary. I don't, I'm with Joni now. I don't see that many 33-year-olds or even 45-year-olds are, you know, they love the Beatles. They and, and Beatles are good, and all those guys. Um, Ruth Ann, shoot, I won't give Ruth Ann's age, but she loves Frankie Valley. We took her to see Jersey Boys, and they knew all the songs. These four fifty and up women. So I guess I don't relate that way. But I talked to this. I liked her. That my aide was a nice lady, but about ten minutes of decent conversation. You couldn't talk politics. You couldn't talk anything because we didn't relate. I said, well, what do you think of the president? I don't know. I didn't even vote. Or, I don't know. No opinion. But when you got her on movies or fashions, she'd go crazy. Well, tell Ruth Ann that I like Frankie Valley too. I used to love the Four Seasons. So, good, good, good choice there. Uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, 
I'm not sure when this was said. It, it didn't really give a year, but I think it was published probably uh, early 2001, maybe. Uh, uh, no, no, that can't be right. What? She was a, she was the editor of Cosmopolitan from 1998 to 2012. So uh, maybe maybe this was published then. Let me let me check that real quick. Um. In the beginning of the book, there was a reference made to peanut butter, but I don't remember what it was exactly. And so when it came to the peanut allergy, I said, oh, yeah, I remember that something was said about peanut butter in the beginning of the book, but um, I don't think there was a mention of her allergy to it. It's just that she stayed away from it, but I'm not sure. Yeah, um, that must be like a hint. I, I didn't any, get any hints through, throughout the book, uh, misdirection hints even. Uh, I don't know. I, I just went right along, and she would talk to this person, and she would be with that person, and she would uh, get information from them. And while all this information was stacking up and making sense in her mind, in, mind it, in my mind, I wasn't getting it quite. Okay, let me... Let me just, I hope I understood that. Okay. I think there was misdirection. Sometimes it was Jeff. Sometimes Kat could have done it, right? Sometimes, um, actually, she didn't get to Leslie until the end, uh, or, the, or the husband, you know, till the end. Uh, but there was those two for uh, Dolores. Remember that the wild Dolores there, that girl? She wanted her job. She Or she or, or Kat took her job or how we relate to it. So were the tri- the real thing is were the trifles, is that it? For Kat or the nanny. And they, they had it where no, he sneaked it out and uh, or she sneaked it out uh, under the gate and all put it by the gate. But that was a big question throughout for me. Well no it, it and I didn't understand how that they would put them out there and somebody wouldn't grab one, you know, anybody uh, but then they explained they moved it quickly, and it, that was a little sleight of hand. So she was trying misdirection, and maybe she fooled me a bit, because I'd say, oh, no, Kat's done it. It's pretty clear here. But uh, finally the killer came out at the end with the peanuts. Well, Leslie was a cook and was very interested in food. So it was easy, and she knew about candy making. There were truffles, Bob. And so it was pretty easy for her to um, make it look like the Godiva truffles, but, of course, it wasn't. Yeah, the the book was published in 2002, so uh, I think it must have been probably set... Well, not, not that that's always the way it is, but, it, but more than likely it was set in the early 2000s, I guess. And... Uh, yeah, I, I, I do want to comment. I, I know you have to be careful of trying to apply real-life stuff to a fictional book because they don't always follow the the general rules, but I, but I think they the, the, they try to make it. Uh, uh, I, I'm a big fan of, of Occam's Razor, and, if, and, and, and that's the thing it says. I mean, if you've got a bunch of theories floating around, it's usually, you usually should focus on the one that's the simplest of the group. Uh, and when they started getting into all this stuff about all these different editors dying and whether that was that was all stuff i mean obviously that was because of uh, leslie was doing that misdirection and stuff 
But uh, uh, it, it, let's face it, when you boil down most of the crimes, especially murders and stuff, it's usually either about uh, it's about romance, you know, love or money. I mean, that's what it usually is. And uh, uh, not, not that the novelist is going to follow those rules, but uh, uh, I was kind of glad that she did. And, and that's what it was in this case, too. I mean, she was tied up with her husband or her husband, you know, was made a lot of money and uh, Leslie didn't want to lose him and stuff. And so uh, she found out about the, that affair with Heidi and, you know, bam, that, that was that. So, uh, 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 but uh, Occam's razor, you know, you, you got to follow it. Yeah, good points there. And Joni, very good about, yes, Leslie was a cook, but it just, the trifles were interesting. I mean, they're in and out there. They were there and then they weren't. And she moves it back to the, na- the nanny's gate. The nanny loved candy, and she waited a day to take it. And uh, It was sleight of hand, I thought. But you're right. She could cook it and make it look like Lady Godiva chocolates. I never thought of that because uh, Leslie was a cook, uh, obviously with a chili and so forth. Um, and, Alan, yeah, yeah, you're right. The simplest, usually passion. You know, I hate the person. I love them so much that I won't let anybody else have them. It's passion, I think, is with murder. I, I never... Hope to God I'm never that passionate or have that much passion where I want to kill someone. But, um, you know, it's uh, who knows what life brings you, you know, and uh, or the, the I don't want to get caught. And you're the wit- you're the only witness and you're going to tell, you know, that kind of thing, I guess. But uh, anyway, it was a pleasant read. Uh, I don't know if I want to read all seven books. I'm not into fashions. Um, Bailey is OK, but. Man, is she just going to flit back and forth till she's eighty? You know, she, she's been she was married and uh, divorced. I gather once, wasn't it? Uh, who's she going to Who's she going to get? Is this this kid? I don't think so. Uh, that didn't, wasn't working. So, but it was very pleasant. Okay, well, uh, I think we've probably uh, given this one a pretty good discussion. But uh, 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 yeah, you, you, you're right, Bob. I mean, it's. Uh, uh, it was a pleasant read. I'm not sure I'm going to read any more of them either, but uh, you know I might. And it, I have to agree, it did. It did feel a little bit like Devil Wears Prada, and I think it was probably because it was set up in Manhattan during, in that industry and stuff. And I, I, those people just marched a different drummer, I think. And I think some of that kind of came through. But uh, the book that Mickey and I discussed for next month. Uh, it's going to be kind of along the same kind of the genre. It's it's by Lisa Jackson. I, yeah, I've enjoyed some Lisa Jackson books in the past. Uh, uh, it, it does say it's got explicit descriptions of sex. I hope it doesn't put off anybody. But it's DB65496. So it's not, it's not one of her latest things. But it's called Almost Dead. So uh, Almost Dead by Lisa Jackson. It's what we came up with. Now, if one of y'all got something else you'd rather read, lay it on me. I mentioned to you last month about uh, the book I Will Bring, bring, bring Rain, uh, and I sent you uh, uh, the bard thing on it. Did you see that? Yes, I did. I totally forgot all about it. So let's, let's, let's do your book. Tell me again, I Will Bring Rain. Is that the name of it? And I, didn't think, I thought since I sent you the information, I didn't bring the author or anything but that's the name of the book, I Will Bring Rain, about the family in Oklahoma. And it's completely different than this book because it's just about uh, a family living up there and they're trying to dig out a, dig out a living in a, 
in the Oklahoma soil. I'm sorry, I missed the name of the book. Could you somebody say, Alan, could you say it slowly? It was I Will Bring Rain. It's about the uh, family living when the first dust storms started in the early 30s in Oklahoma. Ooh, not quite Grapes of Wrath, but I love those kind of things. So I got to tell you. Alan, can we look up the DB number? That's the way I do things. Do we have a date also? I think we will be away, but I have some happy reading that he's giving us here. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking it up, but the, the name must be a little bit different because I'm not finding any matches on I Will Bring Rain. Let me, let me give it another shot. Do we remember the author, uh, LaDon, at all? LaDon writes great book reviews in DB Review. They really are. Well, he could, if you guys find it, do send it out, and if that's the one you guys want. I love the Dust Bowl stuff, so that gets my vote. But, I mean, you know, if the other one's great, too, uh, Lisa Jackson is a good author. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Yeah, I like the Dust Bowl stuff, too, but um, I'm okay. I'm not crazy about Lisa Jackson, but um, I will read it if that's the one. I mean, I have a book that I was going to suggest for Mysteries, it's, um, but maybe I'll suggest it for now. It's called A Stranger in the House. Let me make sure that that's the, the one. Um, yeah, A Stranger in the House by Sherry LaPena. L-A-P-E-N with a I forget, is it a tilde? Over the, well, they pronounced it La Pena, but it's spelled L-A-P-E-N-A, but I think it's got a tilde or something. And I read that, and I thought it would be excellent. I mean, it's got a lot of twists and turns for either this group or the mystery group. I hope you'll save that to April. Joni, I did download it. Either you told me or I saw it on DB Review and it looked good. I haven't read it yet, though. Oh, it is really, really good. The name of the book is I Will Send Rain by Meadows. Uh, let's see if I can find the DB number. I'll find it if that's the name. Give me a second. And we can edit some of this. I hope we might read the other one by April, but who knows? I would, they may not want to plan that far ahead. I think it's DB 87112. I think that's what it is. You nailed it. 87112. Yep. DB 87112. I will send rain by meadows like like, like a meadow that uh, you would frolic in. Uh, Ray, R-A-E, first name is the re- 8 hours, 26 minutes. Read by Jennifer Hubbard. Historical fiction. Set in Oklahoma in the 1930s. Okay. Well, let's do that. I will send rain. DB 87112. That's okay with y'all. It's okay here. And when I'll read it. I may not. When do we have our next meeting? Oh, that sounds good to me. I think it's March 19th, so we'll be out still. But I'll read it anyway. March 20th. It's the exact same because February's got 28 days. It's the uh, the third Tuesday in February will be the same day of the week as the uh, same day of the month as the third Tuesday in March, so March twentieth. And uh, Ladon, I, I apologize. Uh, it, it just totally slipped my mind. I, I, I wasn't ignoring your recommendation. It just. Uh, I, I'll be honest with you. Mickey called me. Mickey called me about six o'clock tonight. I just finished, or about six or something. I just finished eating supper, 
And I had totally forgotten about the book group. If she hadn't called me, uh, I wouldn't have even been here. So uh, uh, I guess I'm... uh, 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 I guess my memory is is, is slipping. But uh, uh, anyway... Uh, sorry about that. All's well that ends well, I guess. But uh, uh, please don't take it personally <laughs> that, I, that I forgot your book recommendation. But, but we'll certainly do it. Eight seven one one two. I will send rain. But uh, thanks everybody for your comments and stuff. Uh, I, I always enjoyed the discussions, and I, I hope you did too. I always enjoy talking uh, about books I've read and getting other people's feelings about them. A lot of times, I find something that I totally missed in that book, and uh, forgetting the book is no problem at all. That happens to me every day. I almost forgot about the book club meeting tonight. Okay, guys, I'm going to end the recording. Great discussion. Uh, Alan, Joni, and LaDawn, you guys are great. And I'll see you in April, God willing. <laughs>